Have you ever wondered what unicorns eat for breakfast? Or maybe what they use to keep their skin looking so flawless? Well, even if I don't know these answers, I can tell you something equally as interesting and unicorn related. Over 20% of all unicorn startups are using HubSpot, and for good reason. HubSpot's all-in-one platform levels up your sales, software, and support so you can grow beyond your wildest dreams, boosting leads and ramping sales along the way. They even have a constantly evolving collection of resources to help startups scale. Plus, with the HubSpot for Startups program, you can save up to 90% off your first year. I'll admit it does sound a little too good to be true. But unlike that majestic and also incredibly fictitious unicorn, HubSpot for Startups is all real. To see if you're eligible to save on HubSpot and take your growth to new heights, visit HubSpot.com startups. Good morning, everyone. It's Friday, April 21st. I'm Mark Dent, and I'm here with Juliet Bennett-Ryla and Zach Crockett, and you're listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're going to discuss Kindred, a home-sharing startup that has elements of couch surfing and Airbnb, but it's also trying to be completely different than both of them. But first, we're going to talk about everything else happening in the world of business and tech. Big news. The blue checks are gone. Elon Musk delivered on his promise to remove Twitter's blue checks on 420, except for users paying for his Twitter blue service. That means previously verified journalists, news organizations, business leaders, and celebrities no longer have their blue check status. That's a group that includes even Beyonce and Lady Gaga. And me, which means I have something in common with Beyonce for the first time in my life. <laughs> yes, we're, we're all coming closer together because of Elon. <laughs> Um, okay. Elsewhere, BuzzFeed announced that it was shuttering BuzzFeed News and laying off 180 employees. Over the last decade, BuzzFeed had pioneered this brand new type of online news powered by social media and in 2021 even won a Pulitzer Prize. But CEO Jonah Peretti said the company was not profitable and it's gone through a whole host of reorganizations over the years. Could things have been different? Well, several years ago, Disney actually considered buying BuzzFeed, but the sale fell through. Also in media, Warner Brothers and Discovery are in a fight over South Park. A few weeks ago, Discovery sued Paramount over the streaming rights, and now Paramount is countersuing for $52 million. Both services host some, but not all, of the 300-plus episodes of the show, which has been on TV since 1997. IKEA is getting even bigger. The brand is going to invest $2.2 billion over the next three years to expand its U.S. operations, which includes at least 17 new locations. We're assuming that at least half of that money is going to go to some really big Allen wrenches to build those stores. <laughs> and finally, over the last few years, several cities have been adding sales taxes to sugary beverages to cut down on consumption. Does it work? In Oakland, it appears that's the case. Recent news just dropped suggesting that soda, fruit, sports drinks, and sweetened tea sales have sharply declined at around 27% since 2017. Now, on to our big story. Travel prices have been skyrocketing since 2020. It's getting expensive to fly, and it's getting expensive to stay. I was just looking at some Airbnb data. This is just from Statista. And I found that an average price for a night in New York is around $198. In San Francisco, it's around $303. And in Dallas, where I live, hardly a glamorous city, it's around $223. 
these outrageous prices have really started to become a pain for a lot of travelers. But fortunately, there looks to be a new alternative. Juliet, what is this growing service that is about to expand? So we're going to be talking about Kindred, which seems new and flashy, but the idea of home sharing or home swapping has actually been going on for a long time, and it's not necessarily what Airbnb has led us to believe. So with Kindred, this is a members-only home swapping platform. It was founded in 2021, and it's currently available in North America. It's got about 2,000 homes on the platform in 50 cities, and it just raised $15 million, according to TechCrunch, which it will use to expand to even more cities. Okay. So so Kindred, it's a, a home swapping platform. I, I'm already loving that phrase, home swapping. How exactly does it work, and what is it going to cost? Okay, so you're going to try to become a member of Kindred. I looked in there is a wait list. Uh, you can be a homeowner or a renter. Basically, you need a, a place that people can stay. Hmm. When you are approved as a member, it's kind of a give to get model. So you're not going to pay somebody to stay at their house. They're going to host you for free. Okay. And in exchange, every night you're at this person's house, they're going to get a night to spend at your house or another person's house. So you can be reciprocal. It can be like, hey, let's switch for two weeks. I want to come live in your city. You come live in my city. Or you can kind of piecemeal your vacations together. You do not pay like a rental fee like Airbnb. You pay a service fee and you pay a cleaning fee, and that is it. If you want an annual membership, you can do that for $600 if you're like constantly using the service and then you get unlimited stays and you don't pay any service fees. Okay. But most people are just going to be trading nights at each other's houses. So it's kind of like the movie The Holiday where Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz, they switch places, right? From England to California. But there's also a different way you can use it where you essentially allow your place to be used by someone else to like develop credits. Yes. And then you can go and travel later, basically. Yes. And that rom-com did come up in some articles I read, though I had not seen it, <laughs> but I should have known that Mark Dent, rom-com enthusiast. Right. Seen it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it, it's one of the best. So this doesn't sound all that new. I mean, just to like, you know, mention the movie The Holiday, which came out, I believe, in 2006, maybe 2007. We're all aware of couch surfing. Are there other companies that are doing this or have been doing this for a while? Yeah, absolutely. In addition to just like buddies doing this on their own, Home Exchange has been around since the 90s. Members on that platform pay a $175 annual fee, and that's got over 450,000 homes on the platform in 187 wow. countries. So that is a pretty big, long-lasting one. I think what Kindred is kind of bringing to the table is that sort of um, beautiful house plans, everything's amazing, isn't this so lovely app experience? Because when you become a member, they're going to send a professional photographer to photograph your place. Mm -hmm. You get a hosting kit that you can use with all of your guests. So they have that sort of elevated experience. But there are also some niche ones that are out there. Third home is for luxury stays. It claims the average home value is $2.4 million. And I did see that you could put your yacht on that platform. Okay. So it's for the kind of people who have yachts. Or like a two-bedroom in Southern California. Yeah, same difference. <laughs> These days. My favorite and one that I am actually hoping to use in the future is called Trusted House Sitters. You have a pet and then you trade pet sitting with other people. So let's say I want to go to Boston for two weeks. I might look and try to find out a house where these people are going on vacation, but they need someone to let their dog out or keep their cat company. And you don't make money off that. You're just trading pet sitters. And I think the trust is that like, 
we're all members of this platform and they vetted you and they vetted me and there's a paper trail here. It's kind of like an Uber. There's accountability for when you get in that person's car. There's an accountability for when you switch homes with this person. Yeah, yeah. So I want to go back to Airbnb for a second here. Like we were talking about those kind of high prices that people are seeing now. Mm-hmm. The CEO for Kindred had a really good quote to TechCrunch where they said, we designed Kindred for real people sharing their real homes with each other, not property mm-hmm. managers or vacation rentals. So it was just, I feel like really going after what people have kind of gotten angry about with Airbnb. How do we know that this is going to be different than Airbnb? I think the biggest thing is that you can't make money on this platform. Okay. Like you will never get extra money because someone stayed in your place. All you get is time. All you get is a credit to stay somewhere else. So if you're trying to make money, there's no point in buying up a bunch of apartment units or buildings like we've seen with Airbnb and Verbo and putting them on the platform unless you like are just really gunning to take a big vacation somewhere (laughs) uh, for free. Like there's no point. Like it's a barter system. There's none of that like capitalistic urge here really. Yeah. So I don't think you'll ever see a super host on these platforms. Yeah. It feels like it's, you know, really going back to the past and in some ways to the days of early couch surfing, I would say the difference, or at least the big difference is that with couch surfing, I feel like you could just stay at like 10 people's houses and say you're a host Mm -hmm. and then you'd like never have anyone yourself. So they're actually kind of forcing you to really, you know, do both sides here. Zach, does this sound like some, you know, utopian great thing to you? Or is there (laughs) something we should be looking into a little bit closer? Well, for starters, Mark, earlier in the episode, you said Dallas is not a glamorous city. And uh, I just want to dispel that myth because a survey just came (laughs) out last month saying that Dallas was one of the most glamorous cities in the United States, believe it or not. Okay, I'm full of glamour here. (laughs) It's because you're there. But um, I don't know. My main question with this service is, let's say I live in Flint, Michigan, and I want to go visit New York City. Presumably, the person I'm swapping with in New York City is not planning a trip to Flint, Michigan anytime soon. And uh, yeah. I don't want to assume that they don't want to visit that city, but odds are they don't. So there's sort of like a weird housing inequality built into this model where the assumption is that it's a one-to-one trade and you're going to want to you know, stay in the place that your guest lives in, but that might not always be the case with this platform. Right. And and there are some platforms, I think Third Home in particular said you have to live in the kind of desirable place that people are going to want to come. Oh, and even okay. on Home Exchange, there are no available homes in Flint, Michigan, which is a place that I have been to and stayed extensively, yeah. actually, in previous jobs that I've had. And I think people would want to stay in Detroit or Ann Arbor. Like, right. you know, I, I don't think this is going to work for people in extreme rural eras yeah. either, yeah, yeah. unless it's like a cool farm. Yeah. And and not to knock Michigan at all. I Just using an example, somewhere in the middle of the country, but like this seems like it could very easily just turn into a platform for sort of like coastal dwellers to shuttle back and forth between San Francisco, LA, New York City, mm-hmm. you know, like very desirable cities that are, you know, popular for tourism. Yeah. While everyone else from the Midwest is still stuck having to pay those high hotel prices when they go to New York or the high Airbnb prices. Right. Yeah. I think in those particular sort of instances, that's where like the trusted house sitters or some of those niche sites, because there are like work exchange sites too. Like if you wanted to go stay at a farm, you could find a farm in the middle of nowhere where you could stay for free, but you'd have to feed the goats. Like Mm -hmm. I think that's where you'd have to start looking at those less uh, aspirational platforms. Sure. Yeah. 
Well, one more little wrinkle to this. I think to harken back to the holiday, there was some romance involved. Is there going to be a date added to this? I think it could happen. I hope not, because you know what? The last thing I want to do is be sharing somebody's house and find out that they want to <laughs> have a meet cute. I'm not there for that. All right. We are not ready for that one yet. I think that'll do it for us today. Thank you, Zach and Juliet. Thanks for turning in to the Hustle Daily Show, where a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig, and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, get yourself signed up at thehustle.co slash email. We'll catch you next week. Hey, everybody. Let me tell you about this great podcast that's available right now. Creator Science, hosted by Jay Klaus, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, which is the audio destination for business professionals. Creator Science goes behind the scenes with today's top creators. Through narrative interviews, Jay Klaus explores how creators like Tim Urban, James Clear, Tori Dunlap, and Cody Sanchez are building their audiences today. And by learning how these creators make a living with their art and creativity, Creator Science can help you gain tools and confidence to do exactly the same. I was actually listening to an episode recently where Jay had on Dr. K, who is a Harvard psychiatrist. And Dr. K helps a lot of creators with performance, burnout, and dealing with a lot of negative feedback online. It's a great hour of conversation with Dr. K, where Dr. K really breaks down what it means to be a creator today and the burnout that a lot of creators do experience and what to do when you get that burnout, because you will. And you can listen to Creator Science wherever you get your podcasts, and I definitely suggest it. Listen to Creator Science wherever you get your podcasts.